This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 971, How to Improve Your TOEFL Writing Skills with Hillary. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. On today's show, we have Hillary, who has worked as a professional writer. Hear her top three tips on the best ways to get a higher TOEFL writing score today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Hillary. Hey, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful morning here in Kentucky. Right. Um, (laughs) You're in Kentucky. That's right. Yeah. Well, so thank you so much for being on the show today, Hillary. And um, I wanted to let our listeners know that you've actually been on the show before, which is really, really cool. Um, So last time you were on, you were talking about parts of speech. Is that right? That's right. That's right. Okay, great. So guys, if you want to listen to that episode, that was episode 732. And that's a really, really good one. So I recommend that you listen to that one. Um, So glad to have you back. Welcome, welcome. I'm glad to be back. Talking about more uh, like um, writing issues. Right, right, right. Today, we're going to talk about writing with Hillary, which is really great because you were just telling me that you worked as a writer for something like eight years. That's right. That was my first like real job. And um, I worked as manager of technical communications with a um, fast food corporation. Um, mm. So I had to write a lot of different material. Um, for example, operations manuals, like instructions on how to cook fish or how to clean your air conditioner by yourself, um, oh, legal wow. policies, accounting policies, employee handbooks. So it really ran the gamut. And it oh, wow. definitely, it taught me how to write clearly because that was really important and also how to proofread <laughs> because that was oh, yeah. also very important. Well, we, you know, the, the executive vice president of the company would read this stuff. And if there was something wrong with it, um, that wouldn't be too good for my job. So, so it's very <laughs> so good. Very experience. Important. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So w- would you say that it was a stressful type of job or what did you, uh, how did you feel about it? Did you enjoy being a writer? I, I did. I mean, I love the variety of, of things I got to write about. Although obviously it's not like, you know, fiction. It's all, it's all basically technical, but there were so many different areas. And 
because I was writing things sometimes for the first time, um, I got to do things like actually work in a fast food restaurant and cook fish because oh. um, it, it's only when you do that that you really can figure out how do I want to write these instructions to make it clear to somebody else who has never cut and fried fish. So that it was very, so very interesting. interesting. Oh, man, I, I want to try that. That's cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> that sounds like a really great experience to get to try these new things, because it's true. You can't, you know, I guess I never thought about it like that. Your, your writing will become better if you're writing about something you actually, you know, you have experience with. And you're segueing right into my first point, which is, yes, that, that, that you try not to write about things you're not familiar with because what happens is, um, the writing loses its authenticity. It mm. loses your genuine voice. And that's really the most important thing, in my opinion, when you write right. anything. That is so true. So guys, we are talking with Hillary today about writing for the TOEFL. And specifically, we are talking about the independent essay. Is that right, Hillary? That's exactly right. Okay, great. Guys, so if you are taking the TOEFL, and even really, if you're, you just want to become a better writer, we are going to give you from Hillary some great, great tips on how to improve your writing and how to get that good score on the TOEFL writing. I, I certainly hope so. Because um, <laughs> I know it's... I've had a lot of students who said this is, you know, probably one of the most stressful parts of the yeah. test. And unfortunately, um, it also comes at the very end of the test. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you've already been been working for like three and a half hours. And now you have this 30 minutes to um, come up with some sort of essay that's going to wow the writer. And, you know, that's not not an easy job. Yeah, I know. And probably, yeah, at the end of the test, you're getting tired, you know, and now all of a sudden you have to spend this time writing things. And that's, yeah, that's not easy to do. So let's take some of the stress out of it for our listeners. So you were telling us, so we're going to get three tips from you today. And you were starting off with the first one. So uh, can you tell us that first one again? Well, you know, when you take the test, you get this question, and it's it's usually some sort of opinion question. You know, do you agree or disagree with this? Um, sometimes it'll be like a choice of three things. Which do you think is best? And uh, you know, you're under a lot of pressure to to try to develop some sort of content. And mm. uh, you know, students ask me, "Well, where do I get my ideas?" And I say, "Well, <laughs> your ideas should be." in your head already. Um, right. These questions are about, you know, general topics. They're, they're not obscure topics. They're, they're things that hopefully you've already sort of thought about in your own experience. So, so you start out with your own ideas. Your, your best writing will reflect what you genuinely feel. And mm -hmm. it will be, because it's what you feel, it will be original. So mm. you start with your own ideas and then a plan of how you're going to execute your writing. You do that before you <laughs> touch the keyboard. Mm. Okay. All right. So how do you, how do you do that plan? Well, 
Once you have some ideas, the, the next thing I suggest is that you think about what kind of format you're going to use to um, present them. A lot of people feel that, oh, I just have to support my opinion for three reasons. And that's what I call the 100% approach. And that works fine if you feel really strongly about one of those options and you can come up with three good points to support that. It doesn't have to be reasons because it's going to depend on the question, but, um, but that's fine. Uh, on the other hand, I, I think not enough people realize that that's not the only way to approach a topic. Some of these questions are, are a little simplistic and you can't just answer them yes or no. It's not black or white. It's what I would call an it depends question. So mm. for example, if somebody says, um, or the question says, you know, do you prefer watching movies in the theater or watching them at home? Well, I, you know, personally, I'm more likely to say, well, it depends. Right. And, right. So, so if it's an it depends type of response, it's actually going to sound better because you're going to approach it with a little bit more complexity. Um, so if you choose this sort of 50-50 approach, then what I suggest is that you just think of three factors that it depends on. For example, if it's this movie question, maybe you'd think about what type of movie. Um, yeah. I like to watch romantic movies at home, but I like to watch action movies in the theater. What time of the week? So on the weekend, I like to go to the movie theater. On the weekdays, I stay at home. And then maybe, you know, what's the company? If I'm by myself, I prefer to be alone. If, if, if I have friends, I'll go to the movie theater. And, and then you can very quickly, once you identify those, you've already got your, your, your approach, um, organized. Each paragraph in the body of your essay is going to deal with one of those points. And as long as you um, organize it in, in a cons consistent fashion, that is, I would say you want to talk about the movie theater first, then at home, movie theater first, and then at home in mm -hmm. each one of those paragraphs. That prevents your reader from getting confused because you don't okay. want to confuse your rater. So Great. once you have those ideas and you have decided what kind of format and then how am I going to organize this? So if, if this isn't, it depends, how am I going to introduce these three factors? Then you're good to go. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, great. Okay. Well, thank you so much. That's a great tip. So let's move on to the other two. So we have that first one was, again, start off with your own ideas and a plan. Okay, right. so let's get through these next two. So number two is what, Hillary? Well, so <laughs> this sounds, it, it needs to be in quote marks, but be careful of your 
person. Um, mm. Most of your listeners know that in English, there's a first person, second person, third person. Um, some people ask me about the first person. Is it okay to use I? And yes, it absolutely is. You wouldn't use it in an academic research article, but for a TOEFL essay, it's fine. What I'm more concerned about is people who sort of randomly mix up the first, second, and third person, because that will really cause some confusion. So, for example, a sentence that says something like, I think students should be assigned roommates because you don't want to waste time picking one yourself, and schoolwork is our most important mm. responsibility. So there you went from I, first person, students, third person, you, second person, back oh, to gosh. R, first person. And I know it sounds, it, it, the thing is, you might use that when you're speaking and it would be okay. People would sort of not pay attention to it because they would be listening for the meaning. But when you're writing, it just jumps out as something that we try not to do in English writing. So, okay. so just that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you don't want to confuse the reader. You want to make things as easy on the reader as possible. That's the key to good writing. It's absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. I love that. Okay, so, so again, be careful of your quote unquote person. Exactly. And the third tip, the last tip is what, Hillary? Okay, so the last tip is longer essays are not necessarily better. Um, really? Oh, oh, <laughs> absolutely. A lot of my students are so focused on word count and, um, and their teachers may focus on word count to the point that they're sort of missing the big picture, which is that um, actually TOEFL raters um, don't get a word count when they score. Um, so, so although sure, they're going to be able to eyeball an essay and yes, you do want to have a, you know, 300 words is what they say. Um, and that's, that's a good kind of minimum, but you don't have to go over that. So mm. my tip is that you focus on fewer, but quote, better, unquote, words. In other words, more specific, more accurate, maybe higher level vocabulary words, um, yeah. and well-organized ideas. The goal, as we said before, is to make it easy for your reader who's your reader. Right. Because that's what writing is. It's communication. And whoever reads it, and that's what I learned from my job, if I have an assistant manager at a fast food restaurant reading something, I want to make sure that he or she understands that. So be compassionate to your, to your reader. <laughs> make life easy for them. Um, right. Tied in with that is the fact that Introductions and conclusions can be really short and sweet. Um, I often, because I organize in advance, I often don't write the introduction until um, I finished with the body of the essay. Once I really know what I've said, then it becomes really easy to write an introduction. And a conclusion can just be one sentence that sort of repeats the introduction in a slightly different way. Um, mm. So if you can save some time at the end for proofreading, 
<laughs> I can almost guarantee you're going to get a better score because so many of the of the language use errors and the spelling errors that bring down scores um, are are not because the writer didn't know about this error. It's just because they were writing so fast that they didn't notice it. And if they go back and read it, and I would suggest reading it not out loud because that'll bother the other people taking the test, but mentally reading it out loud. Mm, that is a great tip. I really like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You have given us like three tips, but like so much is packed into each tip. I love it, guys. These are tips from a real writer. This is so important. And, you know, I really feel that if you follow these tips, this is really going to put you on the road to getting a better TOEFL score. And, you know, that's very important. So just to go through these tips again, Hillary, thank you so much. We have the first one was to start off with your own ideas and to plan it out, right? Mm -hmm. And then to think about, you know, what person are you writing in? It's okay to use I, right? It's okay. But try not to mix it up too much. Right. And then I guess the, sh the third one is just that, uh, longer essays, you know, don't, don't think just because it's longer, it's better. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> don't focus on the word count as much as you focus on the quality of your writing. Exactly. Okay. I love that. Well, Hillary, this has been really, really great. I love the tips. I think these are really, really helpful. Um, so guys, if you want to get lessons from Hillary, um, as you can see, she's very, very experienced. She's a writer. She knows all about the TOEFL. Um, and she has some great, uh, tips for you. Um, so what you need to do to book a lesson with Hillary is the first step is to go to allearsenglish.com forward slash I-T-A-L-K-I. That's italki. Okay. So you have to go there first to get our special deal. You have to register there and you're going to get $10 in free credits for after your first lesson that you book. Okay, so after your first lesson, your next one, you'll get $10 off. And then the second step is to go to Hillary's profile. Hillary, can you read your uh, URL for us? Oh, okay. Well, it's um, www.italki.com slash teacher slash, and then it's um, my personal identification number is 3385. Seven, four, five. Okay, great. Can you read that number just one more time to make sure we heard it? Three, three, eight, five, seven, four, five. Okay, great. Okay, that's perfect. Okay, so again, just remember, guys, though, to get that special deal, you have to go to allearsenglish.com forward slash italki. That's I-T-A-L-K-I. And then you can book your lesson with Hillary. Well, yeah. this has been great. Thank you okay. so much, Hillary, for coming on today. This is, I, I think your tips are so important. And um I feel like I learned a little bit also about how to be a better writer. And now <laughs> there I just, you, go. <laughs> you know, I guess guys, you know, also make sure you get as much experience in general as possible. Try and broaden your horizons and make sure that, you know, you have material to write about in a test like this. That's, that's true. <laughs> the longer you live, the more experience you'll get. So that's a good thing. That's right. Uh, any, anything else you want to mention, Hillary, before we go? No, just have a good day in D.C. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hillary. Thanks again for coming on and hope to have you back again soon. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.